When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Well, like we do every single week, we're going to break down the 50 states. Uh, we're going to rank them. This week, we're doing it in terms of which one looks most like a human appendage. Also, so, just why Ohio is always the worst ranked state of all time. Yeah, like, no matter why what. Why is the worst state Ohio? I don't know. Every time we do this list, it ends up at 50. I don't understand. No matter what we rank it on. Uh, it's Even on how how much like Ohio it is, it's so bad being Ohio <laughs> so that bad it plays fifty on its own list. All right, well, I think we unbelievable. Lost half the audience. All right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you'd be surprised that half our audience is from Ohio. It's super weird. No, uh, <laughs> welcome to Marvel stuff. We're obviously going to talk about Marvel stuff. Yep, I'm Coach, and with me as always, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. Oh, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. That's a great place to be from. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Miss Marvel. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, the uh, I don't know if it's a controversial show, just because it's not liked. I don't know. Some people want it to be controversial because it's not liked. I don't quite get into it, but I like it. And I got to be honest with you, this was the best episode. Yeah, by far the best episode of this show. Correct. I think it was super great. Um, I texted you right afterwards that I think it's the best finale. Yeah, you lose me there. Marvel I, show yet. I don't see it being the best finale, but it is very good finale, and it made me like the show more. So, what's better? What's a better finale? Yeah, we, we kind of went back and forth on this. I'm a big fan of how WandaVision ended. Uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the fact that Sam Wilson I got to like be that capped, ending. that's pretty dope. That was a dope ending. That would be the one that I would put on the same tier. But I really liked it. This is a great episode. And I, we obviously both agree with that, which is good, because sometimes that's the hardest part for a show to do is sort of stick the landing. Yeah, and... we did get our CGI fight. Not quite in the sky, but we did get a CGI fight. So don't a ever little forget bit. It was a, a little bit. It didn't quite go full. Same powers against each other, but well, it, no, they didn't form it like you know the Autobots. <laughs> but they, yes. they came pretty close. I've been pumped. I love the Autobots. Uh, yeah, you're right. Let's dive right in. I liked. Uh, I liked what was going on. We obviously know the, the episode was set up as damage control was going after. Um, Ham, Ham, how do you say his name? Cameron. Cameron. Yes. Cameron. No, he was going after them. On them though, I, the the Department of Destruction, the de, de Doom, the de, de, de Destroy, Doctor whatever, damage yeah, control, exactly, whatever it is, they feel like completely underdeveloped, unimportant, aim ripoffs. Like nothing about them, I was pumped about. I was just, these guys are boring and lame. That's how I felt about Department of Damage Control. Correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't exist until Phase Four, right? Right. Yeah, they, I don't they think this might until... be the first time. No, 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 no. Who who uh took over Michael Keaton's uh whole thing in uh Homecoming? That was a different department, was it not? Oh, maybe it was the same department. Maybe I don't remember, but I mean, it just feels like such. A I know that agent not was Hydra. in. The agent was in No Way Home. He's in the new one from Dot. He's like the one who interviews Spidey and his friends. Yes. I don't know if he was. Yeah, I don't know. There's, they're also faceless and nameless. You know what I mean. I know it's not the same people who were WandaVision, but it still feels 
just it useless. feels just like they can't do hydra again they can't really do shield again so they're just like well we already did aim so let's just think of a random other one and that's gonna be kind of our villain here but then we're gonna just not talk about them anymore well the irony is i think in the comics they're sort of just comic relief like haha look at these idiots coming and clean up after superheroes how funny is it right whereas like this one they gave them like a real role and they have the ability to hunt down heroes it's i don't love it nope the, as far as adversaries go it was a pretty weak one but whatever there's a million different organizations within the mcu you know tva shield blah, 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 blah. super lame the uh yes. the, the, the chick though who's taken over just obviously super racist, super jerk, you know? Yeah, she sucks. You gotta love that. Uh, she had a mo weird lady mohawk. That's kind of her whole shtick. She's like, check out my lady mohawk and my power pantsuits. It's not a good shtick. I'm gonna be honest with you. She, she's sort of the worst. Um, yeah, I, I don't like her. I didn't uh, didn't like anything that was going on with her. I didn't like, yeah, they just, they come in, they do the church thing. I think they're trying to, like, do a little bit of police versus minorities thing yeah i mean it, it wasn't hit. too heavy-handed it was yeah. just like oh, okay well i guess we're gonna be realistic about this so and it was a, i mean i wouldn't go as far as saying heavy-handed but it was a it was an important highlight of the falcon and the winter soldier it was more along the racial stuff injustice and all that stuff i and did this like that so much i like that they hid the kids and i love the uh the disguise it gives them at the end which is just a hat yep what was it kalal and Camille or Kaleem, <laughs> Kalal and Kaleem. That yeah, was their stupid hats, and they ditched them almost immediately. I'm trying to think of. He gave a really cool quote, and she's, but I don't something about. Yeah, something about God, and if you love Him first or something, and she it turns out it was by Abraham Lincoln, who's my boy. So, ah, uh, yes, where he quoted to the, and then she's like, "We don't have time for uh, well, man, uh." Tehran speeches, I think is what she said, something along those lines. And it was super racist and wrong. <laughs> and jokes on her. It was Abraham Lincoln, who's awesome. Which that quote is a good quote. I just wish I could think of it off the top of my head, but I'm not that smart. And that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for Marvel stuff. Yeah, we you. don't have history degrees. If we could get a comic book history degree, though, pretty sure I could be the doctor of that. I'm just saying. Speaking of Marvel history, the outfit. This is the first time it gets revealed. It's dope. Ah, it, it was is. in the trailers, I suppose. But yeah, uh, saved it for the finale. The as explanation- they always do. Yeah, I know. But the explanation, I wasn't sure about that. It's like her mom, like it was kind of implied she made it, but also kind of implied she ordered it from somewhere. I didn't know what was going on with the origin. Yeah, if she made it, she her skills have vastly increased from since the whole episode weird one. Thing. Yes, exactly. Her 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 stitch making ability has got as much character growth as anything. Uh, but it looked good. I was all about it. Thought it looked cool. And she shows up. I don't quite know how she got there. Did she just fly back? I don't, I'm not sure. That's cool, though. She comes. They're talking. They're going to save people. Cameron's powers. I know at this point in the episode, I was still, like, wasn't sure what was happening. Like, I couldn't tell if he was possessed or if... It seemed like he was overloaded with the power, I think, is what the overarching thing was. Like her well, that's, mom, how, that's what I decided mom. by the end, I think. But it felt, to me at least, like he was being possessed. But I don't I, maybe I just had a weird read of it. I don't know, but I just thought of a Marvel rumor we should uh, definitely talk about at the end of this episode. So. Oh, I love Marvel rumors. Uh, speaking of Marvel rumors, I, 
I've been directed to some some leakage. Yeah. Uh, considering future things, we will not discuss those as we always don't. No, we're not going to talk about leaks, guys. You get to see it in the theaters. Did I see it unintentionally? Absolutely. But yeah. I'm not going to talk about it. It rarely ruins anything for me because I they go so like in one ear and out the other. And then like I'll see it in theaters and be like, oh, yeah, I did see that. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it was, stay in it was my a mind hodgepodge of characters I wasn't expecting to see in the same room. That's pretty much all it was. Yep. And you guys can speculate wildly what that is, or you can look exactly. it up yourself. That's up to you. Um, just... But we didn't spoil it, so don't yell at us. But yeah, they're on the run. The It seems, like you said, Cameron's kind of losing his powers. They got to fight some stuff. control his powers. Yeah, he's got like spiky CGI things, force fields. There's no real explanation of what those things are other than like constructs. So essentially just Green Lantern. Yeah. It's vague constructs being pulled from the Jin dimension yep. to do vague mm-hmm. power stuff, dude. Apparently time travel also for an episode and probably never again, but maybe never, more stuff. Nope, we'll see at the end of the Nope. We're done with time travel. We already did that. <laughs> I love time travel. It's all good stuff. But then the episode, I think, becomes why I think everyone kind of loves it. It seems to be loved is they're now in this, they're now in the school and it's now full on like protect Cameron slash help him escape mode. And uh, episode gets good here. This is where the the friends kind of meet up. That one weird popular girl comes back out of nowhere. I thought she was going to be more Just episodes. Out of I... nowhere. Yeah. The thing was, the, I've, I've, I've said this before and I don't think it's a knock on the show. But I don't think the trailer really did justice to what the show ended up actually being. Because based on the trailer, it was Kamala being a teenage girl dealing with teenage girl problems. And that girl seemed to be implied as the bully. But through this whole show, she was never even mean once. She just kind of was like passive. That was it. She was just passive and popular. And all of a sudden, she was the enemy. Popular people are the worst, dude. They're just just liked by everyone. Bunch of idiots. Yeah, what a bunch of idiots. Um, totally their fault. I did like, you know, I, I do want. I was going to go on this detour for a second. We're gonna. I think this episode has a. This not this episode. This show had a weird set when they left to go to a different country. That stuff was interesting, but it also took away from what I thought. I wanted the show to was. note. I wanted to note that as well. Actually, it felt like. Uh, it didn't have grounding, I think is what it was. There was a lot of jumping around. Obviously, there was a whole lot of stuff here and there, but we got flashbacks back to like finding the the bangle. We got jumps to the past for the partition. We got notes on the partition. Then we went to India, and then we jumped back across. And it was, it was a lot of back and forth. It, it wasn't too jarring, I guess, but it felt like just India itself. There was a there could be a whole different set of characters, heroes, and it's just kind of forgotten about after the one episode. It's to me, what it is, is it's, I have this tug of like, I liked exploring the culture. I liked the red masks. What do they call themselves? Daggers. Red daggers. Red daggers. Yep. No, they wear red masks. They're called red daggers. I'm never going to get it right. We know who I am. Uh, I like that stuff, but again, you're right. It makes it feel like it was the two Mandalorian episodes in the middle of, uh, Boba Fett, where it just your like, boy still hasn't watched those, but I will. I will oh, watch geez. them. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, it's just weird. It it takes it out of what I felt like was established in the first few episodes, the high school stuff, 
all that was going on there. That was over so quick, man. There's almost zero high school drama. The the maybe kind of dramatic thing was Bruno accepting as like entry into Caltech. That was one of the only things really. Yeah, there, but there was a little bit of love triangle and all that. I, I liked enough of what was going on in the first few episodes. And then this episode, obviously what we're about to get back and talk to in the gym, to me, that was the best part of the show. Even though I liked the stuff in India. So I can't, I don't know yeah. how, where I'd land on it, to be honest. Okay. That's the cool thing about this, I guess. Everybody can relate to going to a school, like a high school. And then you always have the idea, like, oh, what would it be like to do, like, a giant paintball fight through the entire school or airsoft or, you know, Murder in the Dark, which is a fun game that we Murder in the Dark is a sweet game. It is a yeah. great game. This scene, uh, this scene in the gym was awesome. But the prep scene was also awesome. They, they were the throwback yep. to the chalkboard. And the making of a plan, which was fun. I love that the brother just kind of randomly showed up. I loved it. I, I didn't it mind that at all. I was like, okay, yeah, that, that tracks. The brother, was... a, he's, a, he's kind of an unsung, like, I don't know if you want to call him hero, but he's a unsung character in the show that I, I really enjoyed all of his scenes. I didn't know that I liked him until this episode. I liked him. To be him honest, time, I kind of thought sure. like he was, yeah, the, I like the mom and dad better, but now I kind of, I kind of dig on him. He thought it was funny. I liked his, uh, on out Cameron. Bro, do you even like British Bake Off, bro? like British Bake Off? I can't believe you lie to us. Dude, not come on, Cousin bro. Cameron. You can't, you gotta love Brit- Have you watched British Bake Off? Have I asked you this? Absolutely not. Dude, yes, unreal. You uncultured swine. Can I've I seen even... like three episodes. And I'm just like, I straight don't care about baking at all. Oh, I'm never dude. gonna watch this again. <laughs> but they're, they're so British, though. Cooking you know what show I mean? is, yeah, my father in law's British. And you know what? Three out of 10. That's what I have to say about this. He's, he's three out of 10. <laughs> Well, that's good. Uh, good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast. My, yeah, okay. well, that's all right. My father in real life is, link. is a sweet, sweet one out of ten. So, we yeah, got... but he's not even British. So it's no, like... but he's exactly that's how you get to three right there. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was fun. I liked what was going on. I liked the idea of uh, using her popularity in social media to gather attention and get a little get some social media push. Although not that many people showed up. Um, you would think. That it made it seem like hundreds of thousands of people were going to show up, and then like seventy people were there. I mean, but... It was it was kind of the whole community that was at the like I don't know street taco scene where they went to the different groups. It kind of seemed like almost everyone that was at that ended up coming to this as well. Yeah, should have been more just for visual things. But I liked it. I liked the idea. I thought it was clever. I thought it was very of the time. Right, this is a show for people who are younger than us. Let's be honest, we're old as dirt. Um, oh, dude, might as well just start burying ourselves. Yeah, we get put down. But that's exactly what it's for. It's for it's for the younger crowd, and this was a scene that was directly for that. Create yep. the hype, do the social media, let her post. I like how it's it's always like vague social media. It's never yeah. I'm trying to get a friend TikTok. on our social media because our social media game. I just I'm old, man. I don't know. It's no, nah, we gotta step it up. We do. I'll yeah. Anyone listening, if you want to be part of our social media gang, I will pay you to come and uh, start just posting things for us because we. We are weak, weak sauce on that. But, and then it became, but then this episode becomes Home Alone-ish, sort of. Not yeah, quite. I felt the same thing. It felt like Home Alone, but in a school. It was cool. It's fine. I feel like it's not quite Home Alone-ish because those are more like serious traps where these were, I don't know. I can't quite well, we put the my science finger on one. It. Well, this one, like these traps weren't designed to kill. So that's probably good. I thought it was, uh, it made perfect sense, but like the, the Department of Damage Control just out here carrying around their weird 
energy burst energy. cannons, no real guns. They're just like, well, we got to take them down with this fancy gun. Yeah. Here's the thing one. about those guns. They blast holes in concrete. Yeah. If they mm-hmm. hit somebody, they're dead. Yeah, but well, I, don't know. I don't understand how these guns keep hitting people and they're living. But then when they hit walls, they blow giant holes through the concrete. And it doesn't quite. It's not adding up to me. I don't love it, but I like some of the traps. Did you have a favorite one? Did you have one that you thought stuck out to you that you thought was actually uh, funny? I, I was a fan of the science foam. That was cool. Yeah, I would wonder if that's a realistic set of science things to make that happen, but it was cool. I like the uh, kind of neat. I just liked I liked the throwback to Karate Kid where she was uh it was she was the one who was riding through on like the bicycle through the gym uh-huh. and just like taunting him and running around in circles. That scene made me laugh. I enjoyed that. I thought it was cute little stuff. Yeah, that, I mean it was just a smart plan overall. Everybody wearing the same outfit, confusing the the you know guys with the guns. <laughs> The bomb that turned out to be a DJ. Was... That was very funny. <laughs> They're like, I think we got a bomb. Nope. Pulls out the disco and starts shooting lights. It was great. In the Definitely middle of this, though, show. in the middle of what's going on, we get some serious, some serious romance going on. A little bit of, a little bit of oh, love man. triangle. Yeah, we did. How did we uh... feel? Did it? Did it hit? Did you feel the tinge of teenage romance again? Did they actually kiss? I don't even remember. Yes. No. Yes, they Maybe? did. I don't remember if they, I like, remember. I feel like yes. they came close and then Bruno got there and they may have kissed. And then like immediately they start, that I had an issue with, with the, their whole thing through that whole scene. It starts as her protecting him and then he starts attacking people that are attacking him. So she just attacks him and then. Yeah, they, they almost do the, the power scene. versus power thing. Um, It was weird. Because he doesn't trust her because she didn't tell him about his mom, but it, it classic nonsense. But then they, they sort of kiss, maybe, kind of. I don't remember. I think they don't. I'm going to say they did not kiss because Bruno walked in. Poor Bruno. Ron Stoppable incarnate. He's uh, he's feeling his he's feeling his life. Um, Sad face, but accepting face. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, I like how he didn't like get too down on himself. I think that had to happen because the dude did have to go to Caltech. It was a huge opportunity. The fact that his apartment just blew up. It's not like he had a whole lot else to turn to. Uh, that's true someone needs to check on the where's child care child protective services for this where's kid? bruno's parents yeah exactly no, like no he runs a gas or a convenience store below his apartment and then he just goes to school i love it don't worry I mean, he'll be fine he'll be around i'm sure that he will be around for future uh future yeah, he's projects he's fine. i like him he's he's a fun side character he reminds me of oh uh, what was a uh, static shocks sidekick name it was no another idea. guy that he reminds me of. No, it's fine though. Gear. It was gear. God, that's an old school cartoon, dude. I know. I'm pulling pulling from the that's reserves. Actually, that's good stuff. Uh not Marvel though. No, but that's okay. Man, is it though? Is it? Yeah. Really I'm sorry. Cross- I feel like every Marvel, you know, you cross paths. It's not like anyone exclusively watches. I've them. never mentioned anything on this podcast that wasn't Marvel. Not one time ever. We, we did an episode about the Batman and then an ep- another episode about DC fandom. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, I've been wrong before. Okay, they're out, they're out in the plot. They're going to fight. And Biggin, she says it. I don't know why she says it. I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, <laughs> why did she say in Biggin? I don't understand. I don't uh, it looked okay. You know? It was fine. She, she got I big. 
I, it's just not something I care about. To me, it's like it's one of those things. Where it's like, oh, we're doing the iconic thing from the comics. It's like, yeah, but is it iconic? It has you miss Marvel. Different. Well, yeah, that's the <laughs> problem. Is she's not an iconic character. Maybe she'll get to that point, but right now, she's not iconic. Yeah, like doing the ambiguous thing. Like, isn't it just doesn't it's register? Like a callback to like your fan. <laughs> like, there's only a handful of people that watch like it that have read the comic book history of her myself discluded i have any i like i've read up a little bit on her but not her actual comic books it's just she's just not yeah. that important to me and i don't think that's a problem there's a million characters but she's fine the show is I she is to me now though i'll tell you that i i've fallen in love with her throughout this show and i'm excited um it lived up pretty close to the hype i had uh there's no new normal is the life lesson we are we're learning while they're inside of the weird crystal shell of nonsense. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, gotta, I just want to be normal. There is no normal. It's what you do with your powers. I, whatever. Yeah, I mean, she digs a tunnel to break Cameron out, and he ends up in India for some reason with her other ex-boyfriend. Felt very Twilight in that specific scene. I'm like, hmm, Edward and Jacob meeting face-to-face. That's good, though. That's good stuff. You got to have the love. Yeah. Too many love interests. I don't know. Square that. I think that's what it is. Is there's just like one too many. It's no longer a triangle. And as soon as you introduce like a fourth corner, you're like, eh, I don't care anymore. I don't know who to root for. I don't know. We live in like a weird polymorphous world at this point. I don't know. Date all three of them, dude. Who cares? I love it. It's not like a Power Ranger. <laughs> I, I was trying not to say any specific terms that I would know, trigger anyone to that yell was at me. Very funny though. <laughs> I don't care. For, 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 I really don't care. Date all four of them. Date the cheater. Yeah. I don't care. Date. Yeah, do what you got to do. I don't date care. everyone but your brother. I think would be my suggestion. Yep, that's probably the right line. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I. It feels like a good line to have. Um, it ends. It sure does. Um, you know, there's a there's like a little bit of TikTok popularity thing that pops off at the end. I kind of like that scene. I, didn't I thought that was fun. It. Yeah, I was like, eh, <laughs> the social nah, media thing. It was fine. Did. I like the people being excited about it and yeah, all the weird TikTok videos you would make. Hyping up. I like her little smile in the mirror that she's like feeling herself. She's like, check me out. I'm a superhero now. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I would I would love to watch that that set of YouTube like that. TikTok. If that happened in real life in a superhero, I would definitely jump on TikTok just to watch people make terrible references to superhero fights. But that's just me. Just got to get three in a row. That's what it's all about. That tic-tac-toe nonsense. It's just got to get three X's lined up. We're moving on. You're you're not that old, fam. You know what TikTok is. You've seen it. It's on the internet device. I have seen it. I have seen it. All right, Dad's okay. dead speech. Dead speech on the roof, doing the Spider-Man moment thing. That was cool. Uh, I liked it. I liked it was good. I kind of liked that it was the dad. You would have thought it was going to be the mom, uh, but they kind of had their moment. So, I, I think that yeah, I think that's what it is. The mother had the moment with uh, with the grandma, and now uh, now it's the father that has to feel like he's fully in support of the the you know relationship she has and who she is and all his powers and stuff i did like that at the beginning of this episode where the mom tells the dad the dad always listens to his phone calls on speakerphone i'm like oh, that's yeah. such that's, an old person thing to do dude, 
classic, dude. I st- I do it all the time. Yeah, I know. You're old, Someone man. calls me, fam. I'm going to put it on speaker and just put it next to me. It's so much better than – usually I have – not – actually, I often have headphones in. So Headset, I often yeah. just – I always go headphones. Listen on my headphones, but I used to do that all the time. So it did make me chuckle. I was like, yeah, glad I stepped up my game and got, got some wireless headphones like a real adult who's under 60. <laughs> I did like that. But this, you know, a little bit of – not quite with great power comes great responsibility. Was, We're alienating uh, our 8% of viewers that are over 60. I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll have to try better next time. Yeah, they'll be dead in three years anyway. Oh, no, don't wait, say oh, that. Hey, oh, oh, hey. We love All you right, guys. Keep it rolling. X-Men. <laughs> we got to finish the episode before they're dead. Well, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll jump to the X-Men in a little bit. Because okay. we do got to well, talk about her name. Her name yes. is uh, Ms. Marvel. She, she ends up with Miss Marvel. Kamala means Marvel in a way is what he kind of explained. And I don't think it really does, but it super doesn't. Nope. It super doesn't. Not even in the way he said it. It doesn't quite, but I like it anyway. It, it like sort of means like beautiful and of importance. So mm, yeah, it's a stretch to say it means Marvel. Well, she does stretch. She and Biggins actually. She and Biggins. Yeah, they... <laughs> she, she and Biggins there. Oh, that's the worst joke I've ever seen. But yeah. She's Miss Marvel now. It's cool. I kind of like the name Nightlight. I'm being honest with you. I kind of like that. No, it was... not, a, not a fan of Nightlight. I also am not a fan of Miss Marvel, but, uh, you know, that's the name she's got. So let's roll with it. I'm not going to They could have come up with a better code name, I think. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend I could come up with a better name. But, all right, let's, uh, we'll cut it there. We're going to talk about what I think people want to know about uh, sort of the two scenes at the end. Dude, classic trance. Yeah, <laughs> heard across you know a half of the audience the other Disney Plus shows got, and then I think because of that, that got a bunch of people to jump onto this up this uh this whole show here. Now that they know what happened at the end, in case you don't know what we're talking about, Bruno says that her genes are different. She has a mutation. Mutation. And then sick guitar. There's a lot of random things that come out of this. Number one, you're right. It is interesting that something that big, in theory, mm-hmm. came out in a show that has not done that well. Um, it no, does. But I let it be known oh. that we were never anti this show. You, we watch the show. We're fans. We're one of few fans, apparently. I'm pumped about it. And I'm I was for the future. I was pumped before the show came out, so I've been in full support of the show. So I'm not super helpful. But I mean, you're not gonna assume your show is not going to do well and not put something like this in it anyway. You're going right. to assume your show is going to be popular. Even you should put it against Kenobi if you really <laughs> just kind of bank on the popularity thing. I don't know who made that decision. Stupid. Uh, but yeah, she's a mutant. Yep. What does that mean? No is idea. that, is it? She, the way she phrased it was good. She said, well, it's just another label. And then she moves on beyond it. So cool. Fine. Uh, some people are pretty pissed, including our resident uh, comic book friend Noah. He was not a not a fan of the idea of it being a mutant. He is a big Inhumans fan, so the fact that they kind of skip over that, he uh, didn't support it. But that's okay. There's two things. Number one is the obvious thing is they did Inhumans and it tanked terribly. It was terrible trash. Sure did. Yep. They didn't. I, I tried to watch it again recently. And I can't get past like episode four. I've never finished the show. It's awful. And they knew it was going to be awful. And they, they went anyway. Yeah. They let it be what it was, but one of those things, man, sometimes that's what happens. 
The second thing is this does not have anything to do with the fact that they could or could not bring in humans back. Right. She has a mutation. She is not an X-Man. She right. just has a mutation in yes. humans have mutations. That's yep. what a human and human is. It's just the team that they're on sort of. And there's like a, when their powers got triggered at a specific event, whereas mutants powers were, it's whatever. It's a dumb difference. Well, that, mutants also have like when emotions are high or they hit puberty or whatever. That's also when X Men had stuff happen to them. Too. Yeah, like, but I Inhumans was like a specific event that like triggered all Inhumans mutations uh, going on. Yes, got you. Okay, but here's the thing, right? If you're in the MCU, this that doesn't actually logically make sense, right? You wouldn't be like, oh, you guys are Inhumans and you guys are mutants. No, not at all. You would be like, they, well, they make decisions that make sense because comic books in themselves are silly fantasy things and they're used as a reference material. Obviously, I read comic books every single day of my life, so I think they're great. But you have to make it like a little bit different to adapt it to live action and when you're making it part of a broader universe type of deal. Well, the way I see it is, I mean, the mutants in the, act, the comics, X-Men and mutants existed forever. They yep. wanted to create a new team. So yes. they came up with a reason to give them a different name. That's all it was. And they, they wanted to get a new team, but they wanted to have mutant powers. So they'd be different. They're synonymous with each other in like the, you know, broad earth perspective. People associate mutants with X-Men. That's kind of what they do. Yeah. So I guess my point is there's nothing excluding them from someday making a team and calling it the Inhumans. Right. Right. True. I don't think the fact that she, and she might be on that team. I think she it's well within. It, I imagine. Uh, no one did tell me that uh, she's part of a super team in the comic books right now that also has Miles Morales as part of the team. As part of the team, sounds like a pretty cool comic book. So maybe they end up doing something like that, and that's how they intro that guy. I oh, I got a big. I, we keep saying that. I think Young Avengers is going to be a movie at some point. They're going to oh, call yeah, it Young sure. Avengers. They can't it's going to be it. sweet, and she's obviously going to be one of the headliners. It'll be mean, curious if Tom Holland's Spider Man's in it. I don't know, man. They just <laughs> Andrew Garfield's gonna come be like the Steve to the Stranger Things gang is what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'd be fired up, dude. I'd be fired up. Yeah, but mutants, they exist. So we know that at least one person has a mutation. That implies that other people in our Earth 616 have mutations. Yep. It's sort of it doesn't like officially, but it sort of dunks on the idea that like the mutants will just come from a different universe and exist in ours, which is kind of my hope. That was my hope the whole time was like, literally they would just show up from the Fox universe. But that doesn't seem to be happening. There's nothing saying that they can't still do that though, because if, I mean, I'm sure James McAvoy would be on board to be returning. We've already heard the rumors of Taron Edgerton coming back, coming in as Wolverine. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool already confirmed for Deadpool three. So there's, there's going to be weird universe hopping things. It doesn't have to be though. That's the thing. It doesn't have to be because they've established now that in other universes, the same character could be played by the same actor or Or could not not be. Yeah. I think Um, what they might do as far as X-Men are concerned, because recently in the comic books, they realized that their characters were getting so old that they literally brought younger versions of like the younger X-Men and brought them into the universe. So there's a younger Scott Summers, a younger Jean Grey, a younger Iceman, and things along those lines that de-aged them a bit because they were, I don't know, they needed some, some something that wasn't just adult-focused. So, like X-Men Evolution, kind of. I can tell you what I think is going to happen, and I already don't like it. 
I think they're going to be like, oh, yeah, mutants have existed in this X mansion has been around for 60 years. It's just been in secret and you haven't heard about it. I'm going to be like, well, that defeats the purpose of the X-Men because the X-Men. I'm going to be like, bite me, dude. Another secret society that's been secretly helping the world for 30 years. No, I don't buy it. Don't do that. Please don't do that. My hope is that like mutants have just started discovering their powers now. Right now in the 616, like this is when mutants are starting to discover their powers. Except for like if you're Wolverine or something, I can understand like one or two people have had them for 50 years. Like the OGs. Yeah, I mean, you could do something along the lines of like, okay, one of the Thanos snaps, one of the repercussions is when people came back, it messed with some people's DNA and a certain amount of people got a mutation. Something. There's lots of things. Yeah, I would would rather be that sort of thing where the mutant powers have just started manifesting. But I have no idea. No idea what they're going to do. And uh, Kevin Feige won't tell us. I've been messaging him like a madman. It just won't happen. We got a ways off, too. I don't think we'll know anything until at least the end of Phase 4, which we are we are halfway through. It's at this all point. but confirmed or confirmed. It's Secret Wars is the upcoming crossover event. Yes. Yep. yep. So, cool. so I believe we might know some stuff about mutants by then, but the X-Men won't be in movies by then. A couple of them, maybe. Yeah, maybe a couple show up. In well, that's the, that's the interesting thing is that we did get Patrick Stewart as like the first mutant in the MCU. He was just on a different Earth, so it didn't count. Yeah, I know. I saw a great, I saw a great headline that was, uh, this is the fourth time we've had the first mutant in the MCU. Like, yeah. Because uh-huh. it's like Quicksilver showing up. Well, yep. Wanda and Quicksilver Wanda originally. And Quicksilver. Like, mm-hmm. Technically, but technically not. And then him showing up in WandaVision. Like, is this the first mutant? No. This is the first time in our Earth we have confirmed. Do you think they're just somebody. doing it for fun, just to screw with the fans? They're just like, let's keep bringing in mutants, but not confirming. I hope that jokes on us. They don't even. It's like, ah, jokes on you guys. We don't even own the rights to X Men. Oh, for some God. reason, when we bought Fox, they quickly sold all those rights to Sony. So jokes on you. That <laughs> get ready for Sony's X Men. Oh man, we also morbid time went. I don't want Dude. that universe ever. Morbid Fox time already morbid hit time. like sixty percent. <laughs> On their movies, 70 if you're being generous. So I can't imagine Sony would hit above 30. They sure haven't. Uh, But Marvel in time, dude, I love when she turned to the screen. She's like, it's Miss Marvel in time. Right at the end there. That was pretty sick. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. But what actually happened after the credits, since we're already over our X-Men discussion, we can talk, I mean, was there any other character, you know, conclusions that you really wanted to talk about? I mean, it kind of just seems like they're going to continue to exist, but now they know she has superpowers, which yep. is a little bit different than the regular things where they're trying to keep a secret identity. Obviously, she still has one, but her family's involved now. Not a super common thing. Normally, I kind of like it. I like yeah, it. I like the, I like that the, 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 you know, the village is behind her. Got the whole yep, back and moss and everything. So that's all super cool. But yeah, at the end. Doesn't seem like it mattered because she warped away and yep. uh, was replaced uh, was with Miss Marvel. Cause of a lot of confusion. It was just confirmed by, I believe, the showrunner, the director of Miss Marvel. I will suplex anybody who wanted to argue that she, she actually just morphed into her. Into her. I was so pissed. I was like, come on, guys. Like, Did you watch the, it? It was yeah, so obvious. She was literally staring at pictures of herself. If it was Kamala, she wouldn't have even noticed. She'd have been like, oh, hey, that's my poster. Why are we even having this argument? Dumb. But yes, it has been confirmed officially, just in case anyone wanted to make the argument. She swapped places. Yep. And she almost certainly swapped places because of the other bangle, is my guess. Yeah, um, more than likely. And it almost... Here's the thing. 
we saw the first bangle. It was on a Cree, uh-huh, and yep. it was in a temple of ten rings. So yep. it's mm-hmm. almost guaranteed, like we saw at the end of Shang-Chi, she saw yep. the rings were doing weird stuff. She flew off to see what was going on. She found the other bangle in who knows where. Could I, be some other dimension, could be far in space. I am excited to see the future of Brie Larson in the MCU. Not because I liked her for intro, because I so far in the MCU, I find her to be bottom tier as far as people I actually care about at all. I liked her in Endgame. Yeah, she was okay in Endgame, but like she wasn't around that much. And they've made a pretty big point of her, you know, being a hero for the universe, not just Earth, which is a pretty good explanation. I think she's going to develop into a character that what they tried to do with the first Captain Car or Captain Marvel movie. They're trying to make her out to be this new female icon like Marvel's Wonder Woman. And it just fell completely flat in that aspect. But I don't think it's impossible to get her to that point. Yeah, so the, here's the thing, right? Just like you just said, they had painted themselves in a corner by having her not exist until her movie, right? So you had to give some weird, vague explanation. Oh, she protects space and blah, blah, blah. And that's why she's this and that. And they just set themselves in a really bad spot. They filmed Endgame before they filmed her movie. So, like, she didn't have a character. They didn't know what to do with her. And they just didn't give themselves a chance to succeed. Now, they've got a chance. She's there. She's reset. Miss Marvel is a good show. The people who watch it like it. I think it's the kind of show that's only going to get more popular as time goes on because it is a good show. It might turn out to be like a cult classic as far as in the MCU is concerned. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's going to be the kind like of thing a sleeper that type of thing. 10 years from now when people are like doing tier lists like we do, you know, 10 years and there's 9,000 projects. I think it's going to be the kind of thing that's like consistently rated like B tier. Some people are like, I don't know, dude, A tier is pretty, you know what I mean? I think it's going to be one of those shows. It just is going to take time because of Obi-Wan and because it's a and then ton of also competed with Thor kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like it's unreal. But they kept like I get that there's only a certain amount of weeks in a year, but at the same time I know, right? What a sucks. big problem. We out there just making too much money. And Thor made a ton of money. God, Marvel's still just rolling. We got a couple of rumors we got to talk about if you want to get onto that at this point. Yeah, rumor it up. Lead okay. the discussion. Big rumor I have read a few times Jason Segal going to be playing the thing in She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Uh, It's not super important because obviously he's not the build of the thing, but being the voice of the thing, I don't know. How do you feel about it? That's a pretty heavy rumor right now, though. I've seen it. No, nowhere official, but I've seen it in a lot of places. I have too, but I guess I'd have to look at it again. Is he the thing or is he just still a human? Right, I think he might still be a human in right. Jessica Jones' attorney of law. So that would be one thing. And then he becomes the thing later on. And it's going to yeah, be CGI. But... It has to be. Because the pre- like the prosthetics of the original Fantastic Four movies were pretty awesome. And then they really screwed up the CGI and fan forced it, which is one of the... The problem is the prosthetics ever. and stuff just take they're just it too much so time. so long, yeah. I mean, ask Actors just aren't gonna Jennifer do it. Lawrence or... Uh, Rebecca Romagen, Romagen, whatever it is, no. the original Mystique. You're never going to get an actor who's of any note to do it if you make them do stuff like that. Plus, with CGI, you can, like you said, pick literally anybody you want. Yeah, I mean, and then have them be freaking cool. Vin Diesel is getting paid millions of dollars every movie to say one sentence in different pitches. I it's reach. ridiculous. Is he still the voice for like Teenage Mutant stuff? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yup. That's funny. 
so they manipulate his voice to the point where it is no longer Vin it's Diesel's no longer his voice. voice. He could just have they, to be anybody's. They yeah. could be it could be anyone's, and yet they keep paying Vin Diesel the big bucks, dude. So yeah, but you can't guess what your lines are this week. Yeah. Oh man, I do not. I'm just not excited for that. One? That does not make me more excited for the show. If that's what no, if that's what man. you're getting at with this rumor, that's not what I was getting at. I nah. was just letting you know that was a rumor. If it's not, I I I got a feeling. It's going to tank. I really think it's going to be. That show might be like the worst. I think it's going to be <laughs> critically be not bad. reviewed. I don't think it's going to get watched at all. There's going to be a lot of people being like, oh, Marvel. Two shows in a row that are just no one watched, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I can already see the Variety articles that are like, is this the is, it, is the MCU doomed? But then they yeah. forget that like Thor uh, just the new made Spider-Man movie, the new dumb. Thor movie, the new Doctor Strange movie, Moon Knight. All this stuff is recent and in this phase and considered some of the best stuff they've done so far. So they have a couple of duds. It's fine. Yeah, it's like if a quarterback went out three and out twice. Yeah, dude, does he suck now? I don't know. He threw 30 touchdowns. Yeah, like when so. Patty Mahomes didn't make the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, this guy's washed at 27. Yeah, deep down he suck. Uh, yeah, we're all the worst. Fans of anything are the worst. So if you're a Marvel fan, you're like, oh, I hate other Marvel fans. All we do is complain uh, about stuff. Other one. Trust me. This one might be even less of a rumor. I don't know. May, do you guys want us to do rumors? Because we don't talk about them that often. But I do. It is kind of fun to spec. Like, oh, maybe this is true. This one, Anthony Starr, the guy that plays Homelander in The Boys, rumored to be playing Dracula in the new Blade movie. Yeah, I saw that one. To me, that, that one, that's the thing. That's kind of our rule with rumors. There are certain things that I end up knowing more than what is just the rumor. And that's known to the public and stuff like that. That stuff we never tell you. That's right. true. If we We're, had an inside look at things, we wouldn't just tell you. And maybe this podcast will get big enough where we start getting those and we get to be like Kevin Smith and be like, I know everything, but I won't tell you. It's okay. I didn't know. I knew a lot about Spider-Man actually going in. Uh, surprisingly, I had someone I knew. Uh, but yeah, so this is this to me, I don't I doubt is even true, but. This to well, me just sounds like the popularity of fun. that show and that character. As soon as I saw it, obviously it's not confirmed or anything. I'm like, I would love that. I would genuinely, genuinely love it. Cause the way he carries himself as Homelander, he's just like, he feels like he's superior to everyone. Cause he literally is. He's just Superman mm-hmm. in real life. And that's how Dracula is portrayed in most Marvel comic adaptations. He's kind of just like a cop. Oh, it's a fit. Old, yeah, it fits perfect, but maybe it's too perfect and they already hired someone else. Who knows? You have no idea. Yeah, I have literally no idea. I don't think this rumor has any sort of basis in anything other than that it fits. Right? Someone was like, this is a cool idea. We'll say it's a rumor. Yeah, but if you want to get specific, I mean, that's panned out before. It's pretty much yeah, the reason Krasinski got the it's job. <laughs> exactly the reason Krasinski got the job. Huge push. Um, but it's happened before. I mean, other, yeah, there's other examples of just like, Hey, this sounds like it would work. And then they were like, I mean, the Taron Edgerton is Wolverine. The reason he even got to read on it is because it's been like fans have been pushing him up to be playing that character. So, you know, at the very least rumors almost always equal a shot like boss logic. He's known for making a lot of CGI Mm -hmm. looking art. You follow him on Instagram. He's posted like fan casting that he likes. And then all of a sudden they're the ones that are actually cast. And now he's kind of got an inside, uh, track on all that stuff yeah exactly and it's the power of what we want like why why would you not cast someone that people already want right exactly i mean i can understand trying to like cast someone unknown or someone you're trying to prop up to be something great but at the same time let's not just discourage things that people think are cool especially when it's something like 
Dracula, who's going to be a one and done. You can do exactly. whatever you want. You know what I mean? Krasinski yeah, well, he'd be a one and done. If they run a whole Blade Trinity again, he might not be a one and done. He's probably a one and done. Probably. Most villains seem to be this day. They don't let a lot of villains hang out. Uh, yeah, good. No Lady Hydra in this one. I did note that. Yeah, good point. That's a good point. They had been doing it a lot. Um, it kind of would have made sense if she would have been like caught Cameron on the way to a train or something, you know? I would yeah, not or like she had the inside look at the Department of Damage Control, like she was overseeing that whole thing. There, There's a few things that could have done there. This one, it didn't feel connected to that storyline that we have coming up. Which I'm fine with. Yep, yeah, totally fine with that at all. All right, well, this was a ton of fun. Uh, we've done talking about Miss Marvel for a little bit. Uh, so hopefully you guys get excited. We'll be back on stuff. Next week, we're going to talk about Phase 4 and yep. sort of recap the halfway point so far and sort of talk about what's happened what's happening next we'll talk about what we liked what we disliked what we're excited for what we don't care about and we'll sort of talk about what we think is the overarching end goal that they're slowly building towards that's going to be a main focus of that episode just it's honestly going to be a lot of probably speculation because we don't know anything but at the same time it's like where are we going we have the most screen time ever and we don't know what's going on yet so there you go in a phase yeah, it's fascinating. The first phase with shows has been a fascinating development. So yes. we'll talk about all that stuff next week. We'll jump in. We'll, we'll you know, Matt's going to talk. We'll talk a little Marvel, a little little Thor during that as well, because they were sure. obviously part of it. So stay tuned. Give us a listen. Keep watching. Keep letting us grow. Uh, we're on the bounce back now that Thor came out. We were on a little bit of the down tilt, but we love it. We're excited for you guys. Like, review, and until next time, don't have too much fun without us.